Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This bye week where he is the starting quarterback, not by default, not because someone got hurt. This bye week, which is going on right now, uh, it's been going on since the, the the end of that tie against the Giants, and it'll be going on until Sunday, and then you're back in game week. This bye is the closest he will ever get to having all of the resources there for him to improve rather than to help him win a game. Right, Because he's been the guy for a couple weeks now, but all of the resources are there to help him get ready for a game. Right, The resources are there to help him prepare to beat the Giants or prepare to beat Houston or prepare to beat whatever team they're playing. For this week, it's about just getting him better. Obviously, you're also looking towards the rest of the season and you're looking towards the Giants, but it's also about, hey, you've been doing this incorrectly since you took over for Carson Wentz. Let's fix it. Let's take half a day. Hey, we need you to be better at this. We need you to study up on that. Let's get in the film room. Let's pay attention. Or even something as simple as the wide receivers or a wide receiver, maybe Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, coming to him and saying, hey, man, if it, I think this would help you. Right? I, I've, I've found that this is successful in other quarterbacks that I've played with, and, and Scary Terry's played with darn near all of them. So, so... Maybe you should try it, and he can give it a go without taking away from your prep. By the way, overtime on 106.7 The Fan, the call-in lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Excuse me, uh, that number again since I stumbled through it, 1-800-636-1067. The big question is, is very simple, right? How can Washington win their bye week? It's It's a common joke and and there's truth in it that you can't lose your bye week so there's no way Washington's going to lose this weekend but there is a way you can win your bye week and there's a bunch of them so I want to know from you how can Washington win their bye week 1-800-636-1067 I think a lot of that is how much Heineke can take away from being the guy without a game on Sunday the things he can take away better leadership opportunities for better or worse, and, and I'd say it's mostly better, but for better or worse, the quarterback has to be a leader on your team. right? You go to Pop Warner, you want your quarterback to be the one putting hands in the middle, guys, team on three. right? Like It's, it's just how it is. Uh, the quarterback has to be a leader on your team, and a lot of that, a lot of the, the leadership opportunities outside of you know uh, grabbing guys by this metaphorical scruff of their neck when they don't make a play right or praising them during, during the game in the media um, – a lot of those leadership opportunities are actually off-season opportunities. Getting the guys together, right? Integrating new guys, new players to the roster. A lot of the opportunities to be to be establishing yourself as a leader come in the off-season. So this week, there is a little bit of that. It's mini version, right? 
I hope Heineke got the wide receivers together at some point. I hope Heineke went out to dinner with with the offensive linemen. I hope Heineke, and and this is the more important stuff than than kind of that that superfluous. Let's go to a concert. Let me buy you sneakers stuff. Uh, I hope he he sat in on meetings that he doesn't normally sit in on. It's it's one of those weird things in a in a, in, a, in a football locker room when the quarterback goes to the offensive line. And the, the offensive line is meeting. Maybe five or six of them got together to watch some film. And the quarterback just goes, no, I just want to sit in. I just want to listen. I just want to I just want to be here. I want to hear what you guys are talking about. Offensive line, love that stuff. I hope he does it, right? Because during a normal week, he, he usually probably doesn't have time to go do it. Because 100% of his day has to be structured around getting ready for the game that Sunday or that Thursday or that Monday. So this week, he, he can do those little things. Better leadership opportunities. Well, how else can Heineke win the week? Fine-tuning the things that they had to pick up on the fly. They, they got a late bye week. This is a really, really late bye week. So which, which means the team that started the season and the team that's playing right now, I mean, they, they kind of look familiar to each other, but they're nowhere near the same. So what did they change? What did they add? What things did you figure out on the fly that you do well? I mean, the obvious is a new recommitment to the running game, right? Uh, starting what felt like they, they really bought into it during the the upset of the Philadelphia Eagles when they ran it 49 times. But since then, it's been, you know, it doesn't matter if Brian Robinson's averaging three yards a carry. They're going to give him the ball a bunch, right? It doesn't matter if, if Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson combined aren't being super-duper efficient with their running. They're still going to get the ball a ton. So if you're Taylor Heineke... Get in that running game, right? That's what I'm talking about. Get with the offensive line. Get with the running backs. If you're going to be that dedicated to the running game, make sure you are doing everything you possibly can to take advantage of it. Make sure you are doing everything you possibly can to be the best person in the world at executing your running game. 100% in your running game checks. 100% in your running game reads. 100% in making sure everyone's on the same page. And then there's the other thing. The other thing is, and this is what I was talking about with, with Taylor Heineke uh, being being gifted the opportunity to be the guy for an entire offseason and never really being gifted that opportunity. So having to pack as much of it as you can into a bye week. Build the offense around his strengths for the stretch run. And this, this, is, a, this is a deal with... Uh, uh, Scott Turner, their offensive coordinator, Ron Rivera, their head coach, Heineke, the, the teammates, the rest of the position coaches, everybody has to come together. But one of the ways that that they can most obviously improve, aside from getting healthy, and that's always the number one, uh, any bye week should, you know, my college coach, I played at the University of Delaware, used to call it not a, not a uh, get through a week, a get better week. And he was talking about get better when it comes to getting healthy, right? Get healthy, get healthy, get healthy. In addition to getting healthy, the number one way they can improve down the stretch is to craft the offense more towards Heineke. I mean, let's be real. Uh, it, it, if you put Heineke and Wentz next to each other, not a lot of similarities. What, right? One six three, six four, two thirty, laser rocket arm, one six foot, less weight. Maybe less of a laser rocket arm, but more mobile, uh, right? One one top draft, one lower draft, all those sorts of things. They're different guys. And this offense throughout the offseason was built around getting Carson Wentz uh, to play at the maximum level he is. So how much can you change it? How much can you adjust to get Taylor Heineke 
the one that it's crafted for, the one that it fits like a well-worn hoodie, the one that it fits like the baseball mitt of a 10-year-old that's caught 10,000 playing catches with it, right? How do you do that? Because you can't do it during a regular week, right? You don't have time to to change and tweak and get things ready for Heineke when you have to play the the Falcons on Sunday. And it's Wednesday, right? You, you the, the clock is running. The clock is ticking down. It's like a thriller, right? You have the, the, the ticking clock in the corner that's going down and down and down until game day. You don't have time to do that kind of stuff until you reach a bye. So build the offense around his strengths for the stretch run. And, and just see, right? And then this is where it's the unknown. We'll never know, right? We'll, we'll, we'll never know. We may never find out. All those sorts of things. Just see how much Taylor Heineke improves when he's given a few more resources. Because the guy in the NFL has never been given resources. Right? The guy, him as a, as a, as a quarterback in the NFL, has always been playing behind the eight ball. You know, we, we saw Baker Mayfield do it on Thursday where you're given less of a playbook, you're giving less of a uh, nothing was built for you, all those sorts of things, and, and Baker found a way to get it done. That's been Heineke's entire career. Stepping into someone else's offense, stepping into to an offense that's built for someone else, stepping into to, uh, teammates that, that were expecting to be playing with someone else and doing the best he could with someone else's instruments to find success. This is the first time. This is why this is a big week for Heineke, even though there is no game. This is the first time a week can be be centered on his improvement and him being centered in the offense rather than getting ready for Sunday. A backup quarterback, and this goes for any backup quarterback. This is Brock Purdy out there in San Fran this week. This is this is obviously Baker Mayfield. Like any backup quarterback that is thrown into a game. You are, it's like, it's, it's, it's bubble gum and duct tape holding things together. How, how it's the equivalent of when, when your mom tells you and you're a little kid to clean your room, do you actually clean the room or do you put it all in the closet and shut the door and hope she doesn't notice? Do you actually clean your room or do you sweep it all under the rug, put the rug down and hope she doesn't notice? That's a backup quarterback's life, right? The room may look good. Baker Mayfield may have made it look good on Thursday on that last drive, but it, w- it was held together with, with shoestrings and duct tape. Right? The room wasn't actually clean. It was just all stuffed in the, the closet. This week is where, where Taylor Heineke can actually do stuff. He can actually clean the room. He can get things solved in a real way. And that's big for Heineke. Take advantage of it. Enjoy it, too. Right? Walk in the room as the guy. Puff up your chest a little bit. This is overtime on 106.7 The Fan. How do you think they win the bye week? I want you to call in 1-800-636-1067. How can Washington win their bye? 1-800-636-1067 is the call-in line. We'll be taking calls throughout the show. And also, when we come back, it's a little convenient, but the Washington Commanders are dealing with another report Uh, This one from the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Reform. How does that affect the team and how does it affect the ownership? Coming up next. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan continuing. I'm Tim Donnelly. Call in line open 1-800-636-1067. I'm not ready to say like full conspiracy theory, but it does seem a little convenient that the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Reform released a, a pretty 
pretty jaw-dropping report on the uh, commanders and, and owner Daniel Snyder on a bye week. They, they wanted us to have time to talk about it, uh, so we're going to. But first, uh, the question of the day, the big question of the day, and we, we discussed it quite a bit. Um, we discussed it quite a bit to start the show is Washington is on a bye. How do they win the bye? I, I, I contend that you can't lose on a bye week, but you definitely can win if, if you gain advantages, if you find new ways, if you, if you, uh, you know, take the next step in certain things. And, uh, and I want to know, how do they do it? How do they win the bye week? Again, that number 1-800-636-1067 on that call in line is where Kevin and Stafford joins us and he has uh, some thoughts on winning the bye week so uh kevin and stafford thanks for calling in how did the commanders win the bye well the first thing they have to do is they have to redesign the playbook to get the ball out of heineke's hands as fast as possible nothing but good happens when they do that it's only when they drop him back in those five seven step drops and ask him to throw from the pocket that the disaster happens he starts throwing interceptions and stuff like that. I mean, it works from time to time, but only after they frustrated the defense by getting the ball out of his hand quick or running the ball. But, like, in that last Giants game, they just kept dropping him back, kept dropping him back, play after play after play. And that's not his forte. He, he, you know, first of all, he's really short for a quarterback, and he can't see over the line. And he struggled with trying to get the ball downfield. Kevin, I, pre- I appreciate the call, and it's a really good one. So so call, call back in anytime you have more thoughts like that, 1-800-636-1067. I'm going to double down on what he said, right? And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to designing the playbook playbook around Heineke as much as you can uh, on the fly in season. And, and obviously you can make bigger steps on a bye week than you can during a regular week. But if you look at the four opponents they have, New York this weekend, we, we know what that looks like, right? The Giants, they just played last week, and next weekend they're playing again. Uh but then you go San Fran, Cleveland, and Dallas, which you could also call Bosa, Garrett, and Parsons, right? You could also call uh, really good pass rush, really good pass rush, really good pass rush. So, yeah, uh, getting rid of the ball early, getting rid of the ball fast, um, having the number one option be Terry McLaurin because he's probably the most likely to win fast as often as you possibly can. That makes sense. And then on top of that, staying committed to the run game, right? On top of that, staying committed to getting Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson going, that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, you can't get the ball out of Heineke's hands faster than when he hands it off, right? Turn in hand, that's that's as quickly as you can do it. Another Kevin, we have Kevin in Centerville, has an idea on winning the bye week. How do the commanders win the bye week? Uh, again, you can call in as well, 1-800-636-1067. We want to hear from you. Kevin in Centerville, thank you very much for calling in. What do you have? Hey, Ken, thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of when you look at why the Giants have been successful on defense this year, a lot of that has come from the pressures that Wink Martindale's been able to send with that really versatile outside linebacking core. And so a lot of times with those blitzes, they overload to one side or the other. And Taylor Heineke has been a little bit indecisive when he's gone to tuck and run when there's been a pressure coming. I think if he can spend some time looking at what those overload blitzes look like on film, if he can tuck and run and get to the second level of the defense, he can take a little bit more of what the Giants' defense is going to give him when they send that pressure. You know, you kind of touched on it. Carson Wentz was not the kind of quarterback that's going to be able to tuck and run the same way that he can. And so if he really doesn't have time to get the ball out and, and he needs to just hang on to it and try to take those five or six yards when he sees a linebacker coming from one side or the other, I think as long as he can shave a little bit of time off, he can take a little bit more of what's given. 
another great call. The Kevins crushing it today. Uh, that being that being Kevin in Centerville. Uh, the phone number one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. When it comes to Heineke, Heineke, it's almost and you know I I did it earlier, so I can't even complain about others doing it. Uh, but but there is an element of you just say he's better at at being mobile, right? It's like oh he's 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 better with his feet. He's better with his legs. But he does not use it to actually gain yards very often. The way he's used it the most this year is to extend plays. He hasn't committed to picking up the four and five yards when, when like like you just heard the caller mention, uh, they overload a side and get pressure. So so that comes down to, to film watch, right? That comes down to watching yourself, deciding what's good and what's bad, and and being more decisive. One of the one of the more impressive things, and this is going to sound so boring, uh, like the actual activity, not not what I'm going to say. Uh, but one of the most impressive things that, like the Mannings and the Bradys, and the 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 like, you know, the old school Breeze was really good at it late as well. Um, when they get to the end of their career, it's so underrated knowing when to bail on a play. There were there were plays, especially near the end of Breeze and Manning, where they would take like a three step drop, and it would be like one, two, three, throw it away, and they'd throw it out of bounds, or they'd throw it in the dirt, or they'd you know very obviously miss a throw intentionally just to to get it out of their hand, avoid a sack, and it's because they were so good mentally that they just knew the play wasn't going to work. They didn't have to go uh, first read, second read, like first read covered, second read covered, third read covered, fourth read too late for that. Oh no, now what do I do? They would just drop back, see the defense, know the play call, go, we got beat on this one, throw it away. Like bailing on a play at the right time, bailing on a play not too late is huge, but you only get there by by experience, right? You only get there by going through your rota- your full progression three or four times or, or all three or four progressions a whole bunch of times and getting to the end and going, gosh, it's again, same thing. They played this defense, it wasn't there. They played this defense, it wasn't there until eventually you just, they're playing that defense, I'm going to save it. And so, and Heineke, with his mobility, it would be different, right? Where Breeze and Manning might say, uh-oh, they're all covered, I'm going to throw it away. Heineke could make that decision earlier to say, uh-oh, they're all covered, I don't have to go through my progression, I know what's going on here, let me see if I can get a little squirrely out of the, out of the pocket and pick up five yards. And five yards is huge a lot of the time. A lot of the time. So again, we'll keep those calling lines open. 1-800-636-1067. Real briefly here, I want to talk about the Washington Commanders report. And and this comes from an ESPN article. It's kind of a nice uh, two-sentence wrap-up, just so we all know, get a little background. Uh, Commanders owner Daniel Snyder, and this is directly from the article, Commander's owner Daniel Snyder permitted and participated in the long, the team's longtime toxic work culture and obstructed a 14-month congressional inquiry by dodging a subpoena, working to dissuade and intimidate witnesses from cooperating and claiming more than 100 times in the testimony that he could not recall answers to basic questions. That according to the final report from the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Reform. Now, did you hear anybody gasp? Did anyone around you go, no way? I don't think so. I'm not surprised, right? I'm surprised by nothing that is said about Dan Snyder. Uh, they couldn't recall the the. There's reports of hiring private investigators. There's there's blaming others. There's the leaked emails from Gruden, Bruce Allen, under a lot of things. You can go read the report yourself. But there's a lot of things in there that don't surprise me. The thing that does surprise me is that the NFL is mixed in. I'm surprised that the NFL allowed themselves to get mixed up in this, and I think that might be. 
the difference. That's how this one, right, this this report is different than many of the other reports. That's how this report uh, could lead to action when all of the other reports led to inaction and sometimes like active inaction. It felt it felt intentional that nothing happened. So how does the NFL being being included in this and the committee 79 page report, uh, which came out earlier this week, did complete the league did conclude that the league was complicit in Snyder's efforts by not cooperating with the congressional inquiry. How does that affect everything moving forward? We'll get to that when we come back. The NFL's role in uh, the Washington Commander's investigation and report from the U.S. House of Representatives comes up next, as well as more of your answers to how do the Washington Commanders win the bye week. Call in line 1-800-636-1067. That's the big question of the day. How do the Commanders win the bye week? 1-800-636-1067. It's all coming up next right here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Tim Donnelly. Caitlin keeping us up and running. Bye week for the Washington Commanders. Gives us a lot of attention we can spend on uh, the Washington report. At least that's what I'm calling it. Uh, A final report on the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Reform into Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder and the workplace culture. Uh, But first, let's get to the big question of the day. How do the commanders win the bye week? I've I've been saying throughout the show, you can't lose on a bye. That's the best part about it. But you can win by doing a few things the correct way and gaining some advantages. Uh, Sabah uh, in North Carolina has an idea on how Washington can win the bye. So let's go to her on the call-in line, 1-800-636-1067. You can call in as well. Sabah, thanks for calling in. What do you have? Hey there, sir. Thanks for taking my call. I've been listening to you guys all morning, doing my work on the computer. So I was so grateful that y'all have all this overtime stuff. So um, keep that up, please, on the uh, Saturdays. Thank you very much. I'm we appreciate enjoying, it. Uh, yes, sir. I enjoy these uh, the weeks off. I mean, the negative is we don't get to play. The positive is we can't lose. We can't tie. <laughs> so I love that. And we get to sit down and watch other people either lose potentially get injured. I don't wish that for anyone, but we can't get injured on the bye week, hopefully. I mean, I guess you can't in practice. Mm-hmm. But the things, I agree with you 100%, that Scott Turner needs to tailor the offense to Taylor. And right now, he has not. Taylor Heineke has basically saved Scott Turner's about three games so far this season. Green Bay, Colts, and Giants. And um, those should have been losses if we just went with the Scott Turner plan. And uh, I think you need to uh, agree with the other caller, quick passing. I want to not pass on obvious passing downs. (laughs) I do not want to do the five-step drops because even when Heineke is getting rid of the ball and completing them, he is getting killed afterwards. I want to move the pocket. I want on empty sets, if we can, empty sets when we want to pass so you can do the quick hitters. Um, And the deep shots, I want to reserve those for play action, um, first or second down, um, and if it's second down, I want to be second down and close. Then you play action and you can go deep. I think that's one way we can uh, thwart the rush. Another way I want to do is more up-tempo. I don't think we do enough of it. I think we should do at least one up-tempo drive per quarter and not just when it's Hail Mary time. I want to do it one per quarter because that what, what that will do is get Taylor in a rhythm and his wide receivers in a rhythm, and it decreases the pass rush because they get tired. So those are uh, my takes. Sabah, Thank you. Sabah, that is that – is- like a full bye week plan. So I appreciate you calling in. Uh, that that is that is well played. That's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of the bye week. Uh, you can call in as well one eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. I don't want to just pile on um, 
Scott Turner for not having the offense built around Taylor Heineke, though. Like, obviously, and I started the show with it, I think one of the ways they win the bye week is by more crafting the the bye or crafting the offense around Heineke. But up to this point, they really haven't had the opportunity, right? The decision was made not by, or I mean, maybe he had input, but the decision's not made by the offensive coordinator to go with Carson Wentz in the offseason, right? That's from GM, head coach, owner, right? Whoever is spending that much money is saying that guy's going to start. And then it's up to the offensive staff to build the offense around that player. So they built the offense around Carson Wentz. And every week since since Heineke's taken over, they've had a game. And you don't have time to change your whole offense. You have time to get your offense ready for the upcoming game. This is really the first week where, the, where they can make tangible changes. So uh, I, I don't want to pile on Scott Turner, although, you know, <laughs> it's always fun. Uh, I, I don't want to pile on and say, oh, he should have changed it into, into Heineke you know, version of the offense by now because he really hasn't had that opportunity, right? The the conveyor belt's been going. The treadmill's been set to 20, and he's been running just to keep up this entire season. Let's go back to the call-in line quickly. Brandon in D.C. has an idea on how Washington can win the bye week. You can call in as well, 1-800-636-1067. Brandon, thank you for calling in. How does Washington win this bye week? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, buddy. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. So pretty much um, it's a simple solution, man. I say speak to the game plan. Rest up, rest your guys up. Hopefully Chase Young will be back. Mm-hmm. And um, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what that's that's the main thing we're missing. We've been winning and winning and winning. Granted, we kick a field goal last week. We beat the Giants early in the game. We missed a field goal. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. We 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 overthinking the whole solution. Rest your guys up. Get healthy. I say roll Heineke out. Heineke, a shorter, shorter person, hard to see over them linemen. We get it. But we see when he roll out, he's excellent. He can throw one away. We, Heineke won so many games from rolling out, fighting for his life. Last week he hit he hit uh, number 10 for, I think, fourth and four. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, to, uh, to continue the game, to tie the game up. Simple. Rest your guys up, man. Stick to the game plan. Keep them guys hungry. Get out there and get a W. It's that simple. Brandon, I appreciate the call. Call back in any time. 1-800-636-1067 is the call in line. We we should acknowledge the number one thing on any bye week is, is get healthy, right? You heard him mention Chase Young. We'll talk about Chase Young later on in the show. Uh, an extra week, get healthy, get healthy, get healthy. At this point in the season, nobody that's playing football is, is 100%. So get as close to 100% as you can possibly get. That's priority number one. Then you start looking for the luxuries, right? If you have time, if you have guys that are healthy enough and you can change some things, you can fix some things, you can improve some things, that's where we're trying to focus. But yes, Brandon is 100% correct. Health is the the, the, the MVPs of the bye week are usually the trainers. So let's <laughs> they're the real MVPs to quote uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, it is overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Call in line 1-800-636-1067. Uh, here's the biggest surprise, and, and I, I teased before the break we were going to get to it, so here we go. Here's the biggest surprise of the the U.S. House of Representatives Committee on Oversight and Reform final report on Dan Snyder and the, the Washington Commander's team uh, longtime toxic workplace culture. I'm surprised the NFL allowed themselves. They didn't, they didn't cover their tracks. They, they didn't cross their T's and dot their I's and allowed themselves to get mixed up in it. Uh, this from from an ESPN article covering the report. Uh, the committee's 79-page report released Thursday uh, comes down hard on the NFL, concluding that the league was complicit in Snyder's efforts by not cooperating with the congressional inquiry and burying 
a 2020-2021 investigation of the commander's workplace led by attorney Beth Wilkinson, the results of which were never fully released. Now, I am 100% aware that I am going to come across here sounding as if I am uh, like Charlie Brown, right? And I'm going to kick the football and they're going to pull it away again. But this seems like the type of stuff that would get an owner forced out of a league. Right? And I've said it before. I I said it... uh, (laughs) I mean, I could go back and count all of the times that I've said it. I said it when when Dan Snyder contracted, uh, 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 what was it, Bank of America Securities to to aid in transactions around the team. I, I said it then. I was like, hey, this looks like the stuff that, that would get an owner out. I've said it before, but I'm going to say it at least one more time. This feels like the stuff. You, you can damage your own reputation as much as you want, right? Uh, the NFL is like, fine, who cares? You can't hurt the shield and you can't mess with the other owner's monies. Monies. <laughs> money is what I meant to say. But and you know what? If you're a billionaire, you don't have money. You have monies. You have different currencies, different bank accounts. You have multiple money. You have monies. Uh, this, again from the report. Committee staffers recommended that Congress should require the NFL and its clubs to demonstrate compliance with state and federal employment laws as a condition to continue to benefit from federal antitrust exemptions as well as tax-exempt bonds used to finance construction and renovation of sports stadiums. Close quote. If this ends up messing with the ability of any other owner to build a stadium with some public funds, That is a fast pass. That is a left lane, easy pass express track to upsetting everybody that has the power to vote you out. Stadiums are cash cows and publicly funded stadiums are, are the lottery for these billionaire owners. They, they are just the best thing in the world to those guys and ladies. And if you mess with that system, right? We just had a caller call in about uh, the the bye week, right? And he said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Every other owner is going, our, our stadium situation, we own the stadium. We, we make money off the stadium in addition to owning the team. Our stadium situation is not broke. Let's not fix it. If, if Dan Snyder and, and this report or any of the information within messes with the other owner's ability to keep their stadium cash cows cranking cash into their bank account. That seems like the type of thing that would get an owner forced out of the league. Eh? I said it. I told you I would. That seems like the type of thing that would get an owner forced out of the league. It does, doesn't it? It seems that way. Now, in the past, things have seemed that way and they haven't happened, so I'm preparing for that as well. But that's the difference in this report. The NFL is being pulled further and further into the mess, and I think that's going to upset the NFL further and further. The question of the day is, how does Washington win the bye? I have a few more uh, theories on how they can win their bye week, things they need to do, things that could gain them a greater edge on their opponents down the stretch, and to... uh, And to get to that conversation, I want you to participate, right? I want you to call in with your ways that Washington can win the bye. How does Washington win the bye week? 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. This is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. We'll come back with that and a little Brian Robinson conversation. Stick around. That it's the same team before and after the bye. 
It is the New York Giants who you tied last week. Right? That that might be the best part about the bye week, right? Because we talked, I've been saying all day, you can't lose on a bye, but you can win if you do these things and if you improve here. But uh, I think we should all just be the most happy that you <laughs> that you can't tie. All right? I'd almost rather be able to lose than than be able to tie. Uh, but but it is the Giants who they they tied last week and they're playing again next week. Um, and so let's go ahead and, and talk to Wayne in, uh, in Bowie, I believe, uh, Bowie, excuse me, uh, out there in Maryland, he's on the call in line and, and has some conversation about the giants. So, uh, so we'll go that direction. You can call in as well. 1-800-636-1067. Wayne, thanks for calling in. What do you have to say about the, uh, the opponent, the giants? Well, thanks for having me. I'm a first time caller. I really enjoy your show. Uh, my in. take is, and I just turned in when you were just um, making a note that Scott Turner should do some things, in which I agree with you uh, more than what he's done to utilize uh, Taylor Heineke's skill. But I think they need to stop Daniel Jones. I mean, this guy ran like he was running track through that defense and – I don't think the blocking for them was that good. We got two concrete barriers in that defense, and their names are Payne and Allen. And and hopefully, I'm not expecting too much out of Chase Young, but hopefully when he come back, he can neutralize that. But I think they need to put a spy on Daniel Jones, uh, like uh, Jamin Davis. And yeah, I don't know when Cole Holcomb is coming back, but... Jamin Davis has been playing lights out for the last three or four weeks. So basically, the key to the whole game and allowing Daniel Jones to stop running, because the longer he picks, the more he picks up first downs, that's time of possession that's given to the Giants. But if you stop his butt at the line of scrimmage and stop him on third down, we have a chance. Thanks for having me. Of course, Wayne. Thank you very much. Call back in anytime. 1-800-636-1067. And to build off of that point, uh, Saquon is questionable. If if Saquon does not play, and and I guess there is some some real doubt there, then stopping Daniel Jones becomes priority one, two, and three. the other thing I'll add is if Chase Young comes back and he's any semblance of himself, which which I think is a tall task, right? Coming off that injury, that layoff, I think it's difficult. But if he can take more of the edge rushing, more of the pass rushing off of the, the plate of Payne, off of the plate of Allen, those guys can focus on being more traditional defensive tackles, right? Right now, obviously, Sweat's getting it done, but those two guys are being asked to pass rush and be effective pass rushers. A ton. And then they're doing it, right? They, they, all three of them have six and a half plus sacks. So so they're getting it done. But if 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 you have some other guys that can do a great job at getting to the quarterback, you can free them up to stop the run a little bit more. Um, but I do think Saquon is is number one if he's playing. That's that's where you have to focus, even in the in if Daniel Jones is getting it done. Stopping Saquon is 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 the priority. Uh last segment we talked about the the new and latest report uh from the House Oversight Committee on the Washington Commanders and uh, Tim and Chantilly, Chantilly excuse me, uh, is on the call in line, has some thoughts. Uh, you can call in as well, 1-800-636-1067. Tim, thanks for calling in. What are your opinions on the uh, the latest report? Yeah, to, to show you how old or young I am, I go all the way back to when Tom Brookshire and the guys used to do the uh, Redskin Cowboys game. I'd run home <laughs> and uh, 
uh, and uh, had to turn on the TV real fast for those. They were great. And loved them all these years, but it's to the point now that this, the, the crux of it now is, becomes Daniel Snyder. It, it's, it's, he's the yin and yang of this whole thing, the plus and minus. I, I just, what is your absolute gut? Can they finally jettison this guy at this point with this reporter? Is it just, are we just throwing sand in the wind here? I, it's just an embarrassment at this point. I just can't go to the stadium anymore. I just, you were so close, if we're close. And that's why I'm trying to get your absolute gut. Do you think there's light at the end of the, of the, on the horizon here? Can they finally Tim, can they finally get the guy? <laughs> Tim, I, I, I get where you're coming from, and, and thank you for calling in 1-800-636-1067. If, I've, I, my gut feeling is telling me this is something that could get a, an owner forced out. That's, that's my gut because if you start messing with how teams can get their stadiums built, that is a life's blood for a lot of the income to these owners, and, and they don't like messing with the lifeblood of their income. The, the thing that gives me pause is that I've had this gut feeling before. So if you're asking me for my gut feeling, yes, this is something that could get an owner nudged in the right direction out of town. But I've had that gut feeling before, and, and I've been disappointed, so I don't want to set you up to go down that path. It's it's a it very much if you are one of and by the way the night of the uh, when when the new the news broke that Daniel Snyder uh, had contracted uh, Bank of America Securities to aid in possible transactions with the team which which were basically interpreted as either sales of minority stakes in the team or a complete sale of the team the majority stake. Uh, I was on 106.7 The Fan. I was hosting on this station, and, and I took a ton of callers, and everyone was very excited. So if you are someone that is hoping Dan Snyder is is run out of town, it's almost like a hope for the best, prepare for the worst, right? You hope that this is the straw that, that can break the camel's back and can actually get something moving, can actually get something happening. But, you, you know, it's a heart versus brain situation. Your brain has to say, he's made it this long. He's weathered some storms. He's made it this long. And that's that's almost impressive. Not even almost. That that's impressive. This is overtime on 1067 the fan. The call in line still open. 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. Uh, all day today, we're mixing in conversations about how can the commanders win the bye week. One of the ways is, I think, by maximizing their running game. And and I'm gonna kind of zag where where many zig here. I don't think that means just giving the ball to Brian Robinson a absolute bell cow amount. Brian Robinson's last two games, 18 carries for 105 yards, his first career 100-yard game, uh, followed that up with 21 carries for 96 yards, and I know everyone on that offense wanted to find a way to get him four more yards and one more field goal because then you win the game and and you get him his second consecutive 100-yarder. Um, but I, I don't want to make Brian Robinson into something he's not. Brian Robinson is great. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. How can you not be a big fan of Brian Robinson based on everything that he's gone through? I, I, and I watched, uh, they have Hang Time, which is a YouTube show hosted by Tressway the punter, uh, and the commanders put it out. And, and Tressway had Brian Robinson on, what was it, uh, about a week ago, before their last game. And, and he's just likable as all get out, right? Tressway's calling him B-Rob. They look like they're having a great time. Brian Robinson is is being treated as a bell cow. I want to make sure 
You don't lose the things in the offense that Antonio Gibson provides. And we'll dive more into that when we come back right here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. And again, that call-in line is still open. I want to hear your ways that Washington can win the bye week. 1-800-636-1067. That number, once again, 1-800-636-1067. We'll be back in a minute. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 